This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money Show. Happy New Year. This is our first program of the new year, Mark. And so happy new year to you. Happy New Year. That's right. Look at this. 2023. This is our 12th year of doing this stuff. Oh, my God. And of course, we are not recording this anywhere close to the beginning of the new year. But for now, we wish everyone a very happy and healthy new year. And we are glad that you're tuning in to us. And, you know, it's January, which means that my book is coming out in just a few weeks. I'm very excited. If you have not done so, please pre-order The Great Money Reset. You can do so by going to our website, jillonmoney.com. And there you'll see our Contact Us button. And that's the way you get in touch with us and ask your financial questions. Today, we are joined by Eric in New Jersey. Happy New Year, Eric. Happy New Year, Jill. Seems weird to say that, I know. Just go with it. It's fun. It's fun. Eric, what brings you to our airwaves today? All right. Well, uh, I recently heard an episode that you did uh, saying, where are they now? And, uh, and had to reach out because I was originally on the show uh, three years ago in the before times of January 2020. And my life has changed financially in just about every way. Okay, but what um, so about other things? Like, did anything else big change? Did you get like married or divorced? Did you happen to hit the lottery, even though the doing so would have meant you you really like blew up any odds? Uh, no, none of the above. But we did did have a son. So, oh, excellent! Congratulations! Yeah, thank you. Okay, so had a baby. That's good. What else has changed? Um, so uh, at the time uh, when we spoke last, it was uh, dual income and no kids. And now it is one income and one kid. Thankfully, I have gotten a raise and a promotion, which essentially offset the money my wife was making. Oh, that's great. Um, Congratulations. Thanks. So from a cash flow standpoint, we're we're about where we were, um, which is good. Uh, We sold our house at the right time. You know, bought it long before the market went up. And uh, we put some money into it when we were there. But I think we, uh, between equity... And all that stuff when we sold it got out just in time and we were able to pay off one of the two cars uh mm-hmm. all of my wife's student loan debt 
uh, we opened an IRA, a Roth IRA for her and for me for the year previous because we sold it in December and then and in January. Um, so and wait our, a second. So right now, just let's go back a little bit. So how old are you today? Uh, 34. And how old is she? 33. Are you contributing to a workplace retirement account? Yes. So I am uh, an active duty Air Force officer. Uh, I've been using the uh, TSP, the Roth TSP the whole time. Um, and I was fortunate enough that I was able to max that out last year, uh, plus a 5% uh, employer contribution. That's nice. How much is in the Roth TSP right now? It's, uh, somewhere about 80000 uh, and you also, you said you opened two Roth IRAs and are you, so you're maxing out the Roth TSP. Are you also putting money on an ongoing basis into the Roth IRAs or was that a one-time thing from the sale of the house? It was initially one time. So we did 2021 and 2022 for her and for me. So right now, how much money is in each, uh, in the total I, uh, Roth IRAs? So everything, she also has a role, a traditional rollover IRA from when she stopped working. So in total, we have about 130,000 in rollover IRA TSP, about uh, 75% Roth, 25% uh, traditional. Oh, fantastic. What's the, um, the one income right now? So it's right above 140. However, the way a lot of the military stuff is, it's not taxed. Um, like my housing allowance, uh, we get a food allowance. Oh, right, right, right. Taxed. And then if you take in what's not taxed and then minus the standard deduction, my taxable is like in the last thousand dollars of the 12% bracket. Oh my God. Fantastic. You sold your home. So are you renting now? What, what's the situation? Yeah. So we're, we're renting, we live in base housing. And that's good. That's like, you're happy with that or is it, it, do you want to go back into buying eventually. Uh, so where we're, we'll be where we're at for about another year and a half. Uh, mm-hmm. And we've only been there for about six months. So it didn't make sense to buy this time, especially with the market and especially New Jersey. Yeah, right. Um, so we're going to rent and it, it kind of depends on where we end up next because I don't know where that'll be yet. All right. So what is the core question that brings you to us? Um, I just passed uh, 10 years of active duty service. And so I've got at least another 10. Um, probably another 14, 15, hopefully definitely going to do the next 10 to get the pension and the healthcare, uh, locked in. I am a pilot by trade and there is a pilot retention bonus option on the table for me next year. Uh, mm, tell so, me more. Uh, so it's the, the general construct is there's, there's two options either way. It's $35,000 per year. <laughs> Wait um, a minute, $35,000. That's leaving a lot of money on the table compared to just leaving active duty and going to the airlines where you can make way more, way faster. Yeah, but uh, you, then you lose your, then you'll, if you left, okay, wait a second. But if you left now, you wouldn't have the beautiful pension and sounds like you actually do want to stay. No? Correct. No, I, okay. I definitely, I definitely, it is a lot of money, but I definitely do want to stay. I value the service. I love what I do. I'm having a lot of fun. The other option is I don't know what I plan to do, if anything, after I get out of the military, mm-hmm. um, which because of the pension, uh, that would allow me those options to where if I ditched the pension and went to work, then I'd have to keep working. So Yeah. I like, first of all, number one, I love what I do. Huge. Number two, I like where I work. I think that's big. I really do. There's something to be said for that. And um, 
I don't know. I just, it feels very sketchy to me when it's like, yeah, I'm going to just jump for the money. And like, like the airlines seem to be terrible employers and quite mercurial based on what's going on. So they were very happy to trash their pilots and their this and their that and be like, whatever, you know, we're moving on. I like sticking around. Tell us, how does this money come in? What is, how, what is the nature of how the bonus comes in? In cash, like you just get a check for 35 grand? Um, so yeah, so there's the two different options. So it's, it's 35 a year and you can go as long as 12 years, which is what I plan to do. The sum total of that would be 420,000. And then option one is you just get a check for 35,000 a year, every year, um, on the anniversary of when you sign the contract. Option two is you can take 200,000 of it cash up front. Whoa. And then they take the additional 220 and divide that by the 11 remaining years. So it would be 220 up front and then a $20,000 cash infusion every year. Wait a minute. Why do they do that? I don't get that. Is that simply because they want to make sure like someone wants, needs the money up front? Like, is there a financial incentive? We have to, I mean, I would have to run the calculation side by side, but is that because they get pressure from people who say, I want to buy a house or something like that? I'm not sure. Yeah, it might just be as it's an incentive and they need the incentive because more people are leaving for the airlines than not. And mm-hmm. I think it just gives them an option. I mean, if, if you're getting the same amount either way, regardless, then I, I would probably take the big chunk up front. Totally. I agree. I'd take the money up front. The freaking markets are in, you know, kind of have given you an interesting opportunity but if there's no penalty for taking that money up front, I'm all over it. I take, I mean, not, I think the U.S. government's good for it, but it's nice to have use of the money. You never know where you end up next and you might want that money. Yeah. Part of, part of my math with that is, I, and I look, there's no, there's no penalty if you take it early. And mm-hmm. from everything I've read, there's no kind of like discount rate like they do if you take a contract up front, like any, there's no kind of penalty. So. Oh my God, only, you got to take it up front. Okay. The only trade-off I could see is that essentially- that year, I would be in the 24% bracket. And, Big deal. And so, yeah, the, the latter, essentially the second 100000 would be at 24% instead of 22%, but it's really only $2,000 difference to take yeah. all of that up front and, and have the longest time horizon with it as well. Yeah, I totally, I want that money. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus... As an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. 
If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back, and you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores, like Urban Outfitters, Fenty Beauty, and Expedia, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Store pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cashback. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. So you've got this 130 grand in retirement accounts. Is there anything else that we need to do with this? Like, I don't know exactly when the money's going to hit, but is there anything else up front that we need to think about? Like what's in your emergency reserve fund right now? Uh, So 50,000, which is about 10 months of expenses, Mm -hmm. is the emergency reserve. And did you say that you paid off one car? Is there another car that needs to be paid off? There is, yeah. So my, I still owe, at the time, I can do it that way. At the time, it'll be 13,000 left on my truck at 3%, um, and then 3,000 on a consumer credit card at 0.0%. Okay, pay that off though when you get the money. Yeah, and so that was the plan is to to pay those two off, and that's the, the only debt we have. Okay. And so now do we need to figure out what to do with your money? So before we get to that real quick yeah. question, so I, I'm a huge fan. Uh, I'm, a, I'm team Mark on this one all the way, all Roth all the time. Yeah. But with this one, so since I'm going to be in the 24% bracket, taking the Keep doing out, it. just Keep doing it. still do Roth. Yeah. Okay. Do you think that there is, I mean, let's, you're young, right? So does this mean that if you finish out your career with the armed forces and you're 50, let's say. Could you get a job as a pilot in a commercial or would you care to or not? I mean, you'll have a pension, but I'm just saying, would that be possible for you? Um, It would be possible. I could definitely do that. Uh, I'm on the fence whether or not I want to live on the road still because I've been doing that for the last 10 years Mm. so far. Yeah. But that's definitely an option. Okay. What will, let's presume that you're 50 years old and you, you know, stuck it out 16 more years what is the pension amount that you would be entitled to? Uh, so at that point, assuming I get the promotions that I, I kind of should along the way and mm-hmm. do that, um, in today's dollars before tax, it's about 70000 a year. Could you live on that? Not totally. What do you think you need? So we spend about 4500 a month. So mm-hmm. call it 5000 5, a month plus housing and utilities, which are covered right now by the military. So I would say about 8000 a month. With your pension, do you are you entitled to Social Security or not? Yes, and so I have those numbers as well. Mm. Um, so sixty two would be two thousand, sixty seven would be twenty nine hundred, seventy would be thirty six hundred. So, Mark, how do you feel about fifty to sixty seven? What's happening? I was just curious if his wife plans on going back into the workforce at any point. So she does. Uh, we, don't, I mean, our son is four months old right now, so we don't <laughs> have, and then we're moving next year. So we don't really have any plans in like the next year or two, but Mm -hmm. um, she definitely misses working, wants to go back to work uh, whenever she can. Because of the GI Bill, you don't have to worry about college. How's that work? Uh, True. Yeah. So neither. I love that. Yep. So more questions on that with how much to save or not. Not. I mean, I wouldn't if you have the GI Bill. If you think it's covered, I wouldn't either. No way. I mean, it's so much easier not to. And then you just save everything possible. Everything that you can save should be in the broker. You know, like obviously you're going to do 
both the brokerage and retirement. But when you have extra money, it certainly stands to reason that you would be putting that money in the brokerage account. If you needed extra money, if something happened, you'll have money available to help the kid. So if you look at the the value of having that GI Bill and the pension and the security, and you like what you do, it's like a no-brainer. So I love the whole GI Bill. I love that um, we are providing these things to folks in the in the service because we owe them that. But I think you guys are in fantastic shape. There's like no way that you're going to have any problems. And, you know, between your Roth and the money you're going to build up in a brokerage account, life is going to be damn good. And you have a lot of choices. He's going to max out his retirement account, twenty grand a year. He's going to get a twenty thousand dollars bonus every year. College is covered, and twenty and twenty grand goes right into that brokerage account. That's you know we're starting with your two hundred thousand. Like that's good. Where are we going to put that brokerage account? Where's some of the money? You said that you had your wife had some rollover money, and you opened Roths. Where was that? Where did you do that? Uh, so Vanguard, and in addition oh, to those, we have uh, a brokerage account that's got about fifteen thousand in it that we started. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my son's got a 529 also at Vanguard. Um, I put 6000 in that when we sold the house just to get it started. Mm-hmm. And then the last $10,000 of student loan relief, uh, we're going to take that and put that in his 529 as kind of a mom's gift forward to pay for son's college. Okay. Um, so we'll have 15 there. And then I figure if it doubles twice over the next 20 years that He's at least got a, a strong footing into grad school if he needs it. There may be a second child, so there will be some expenses around college. So that's fine. I like this. I'm very happy about this plan. And also note, being a pilot is like awesome and it's amazing. Uh, I have to ask whether the whole Top Gun thing is a real thing. Uh, so I'm a heavy airlift pilot, not a fighter pilot. I don't know what like that airlift. means. Define our terms. Um, so I fly a four-engine, half-million-pound cargo aircraft. Half-million-pound? Yes. It's a C-17. So what goes in this thing? Anything. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's a beast. It's huge. I think we're done. I, I know you're you, because you're in the military, you have to have estate planning documents, correct? Uh, so I, I do have those. We haven't uh, updated the will since my son was born because we uh, still Let's need- do that. Yeah, we still need to have the conversation with family around custody. And so we just want to make sure that that everybody's on the same page with that. Um, All right. Are we done with you? I think so. You are in great shape. Anything else for us? So how I know inflation's been a hot topic for the last year. Mm -hmm. And and seeing as that I'm in my mid 30s, like how should I be thinking about that when I plan? Because basically everything I run Mm-hmm. is just in today's dollars. I don't account for inflation in a good way or in a bad way. I just run it well, off today's dollars. Well, when you look at retirement planning, okay, if you were to just look at sort of a, a retirement calculator, for example, you should be able to put in an inflation rate. Now, their retirement calculator will do it. They do a 3% inflation rate, okay? Now, 3% is a full percentage point more than it was before the pandemic. So it will come down. Um, and I don't think it's a bad idea to model out a three or three and a half percent inflation rate if we're looking at 40 years in the future. But beyond that, I wouldn't say um, you're not going to put 8% in because it's not going to stay at 8%. But if anyone has a chance and you're doing some retirement calculations, one of the things that you should do is if you have a chance to override an inflation 
rate that is pre-programmed put in at least 3%. Will the pension adjust? The Yes, there is a COLA. Uh, the COLA tracks the CPI Perfect. once it's been vested. So think about that. The COLA will impact both your pension and your social security. So the only thing that you will have to really think about inflation in your life is your expenses. And I don't think 3% is a bad number to use. I mean, I've always used three or four anyway, because I'm so scared. (laughs) That's, that's real. I think that that's honest enough for everybody, but yes, I am a Frady cat. So I model everything with more conservative estimates, not not more generous ones. All right. If you, like Eric, would like to join us on the program, all you need to do is send us a note. You do that by going to our website, jillonmoney.com. In the top right-hand corner, it says, contact us. And we would be delighted to either read your question on the air or have you join us with us. It's so much more fun when you do that. You can follow us wherever you find your favorite podcast. If you'd like our daily broadcast, you can go to jillonmoney.com and subscribe to the Jill on Money Show. It is seven days a week. Also, pre-order the new book. It's called The Great Money Reset. It's out in just a few weeks. Get a jump on that and put me on the bestseller list for God's sakes. Mark Talercio is the co-host and executive producer. We are distributed by Paramount Global. We drop our episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. As always, we'd like to remind you to do this all the time, but just for the new year, a special one. Try to lift someone up a real special boost. Maybe do two nice things today, not just one. Curiosity, compassion, community. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you on Thursday. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, starting May 8th, wherever you get your podcasts.